Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Professionally Silly Podcast. I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones, and this is the kick-ass podcast where we discuss true crime stories, ghost stories in the paranormal, and interesting random-ass shit that I find online. Hosted by me, the dopest solo podcaster you have ever come across. What's poppin', humans? <laughs> now, I've got something dark for you guys this week. Oh, yeah, so get ready, and uh, listener discretion is advised as fuck, y'all. Alright, just want to remind y'all again all right anyways so last week we talked about the rando nautica app and um it was creepy very creepy yet intriguing (laughs) but anyways it's like you're using your energy and thoughts to manifest something physical and be into be um and then you're sent a location coordinate to find it yeah, all that and more. So <laughs> it was insane. Like, for instance, if you're thinking like the number four, it would send you a coordinate through the app and it would take you to a location where the number four would be significant or something. It's 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 just it's really weird. So, yeah, if you haven't already heard that episode, make sure you go ahead and do that. And I am still contemplating doing a YouTube video where I try the Randonautica app. I'm very apprehensive about it, but, uh, yeah, I I could use the views, honestly. (laughs) All right, so this week, this week, we are going to talk about the dark web Mm, and the creepy stories behind it. Yeah, right? Mm, That was creepy the way I did that. I'm proud of myself. So what is the dark web, you may ask? Well, allow me to pretend like I understand and explain it to you. Okay. <laughs> the dark web is um, it's the world wide web that requires you to use a specific software to access the internet that the rest of us can't. It's like a part of the internet that can't be found by normal web search engines. And um, actually, you know what? If you go ahead and take a look at our Instagram or my Instagram at it's pro silly, I have a visual there like an iceberg that kind of explains how the dark web works and I think it'll be kind of it'll help it'll help (laughs) now they say that only about 10% of the internet is actually the internet the part that um, that we can access anyway now the rest of the dark of the deep web meaning like uh, the rest of the dark web meaning like Google you know you can't you can't get there from Google You, you really can't now, apparently the dark web and the deep web are different. That's why I was like, deep web, when I made a mistake. But they are different. I thought they were the same. But the deep web is just a small piece of the dark web. And it's it's the internet for illegal activity, pretty much. I mean, honestly, that's pretty much what it's for. You know, where people go who don't want to be found, you know? Now, I'm sure you can imagine the crazy shit that people search for on there. You know, drugs, guns, hitmen, social security numbers, online gaming accounts, college degrees, and other shit. That would probably shock the hell out of you, I'm sure. And if you actually wanted to buy something on the dark web, you would need something called bitcoins. Yeah, it sounds like something that you would get from playing The Sims. It is not. This is like an online currency, cryptocurrency. And uh, you clearly don't want to use your debit card on the dark web or PayPal or something like that. Because that's a great way to have your identity and money stolen. So don't do that. (laughs) Um, 
the dark web is its own world when you think about it so it's just my advice especially after doing the research for this podcast episode keep your asses off of the dark web just entering the dark web could put you into a dangerous situation let me also clarify that not everything on the dark web is horrible okay uh, you know from what i understand the dark web started off with you know um or the deep web whichever one of them <laughs> started off you know with just access to government things that we couldn't see and, and it's still there you can still uh, go to the dark web and see whistleblowers who, who want to post things there you know about companies or what have you and a lot of politicians post there, reporters journalists and things like that so it's not all murder and guns and things but uh, just don't go okay <laughs> just don't do it but if you do send me in your stories and tell me what you saw and what happened <laughs> email is um it's professionally silly at gmail.com throwing that out there so before we dive into these dark web stories if you're listening to this podcast on an apple device do me a favor and show some support for this podcast by leaving me a five-star rating and a written review on apple podcast now doing that simple thing will actually help me reach more listeners and actually help my podcast grow so that would be dope as fuck if you guys could do that also pro silly listeners for those of you who are listening to my older episodes and you think they're too old for you to comment or share your opinion you are wrong as fuck i've had this podcast for a couple of years now and i'm just starting to get traction so i'm excited to hear what you guys have to say even about my past episodes so let me know uh, you can let me know via twitter or even via my uh, instagram and both of them are at it's pro silly yeah i-t-s-p-r-o the word silly and uh, don't forget to go ahead and check out the instagram page because i'm gonna have a couple of photos pertaining to this episode also guys don't forget if you want to go ahead and join in on the silly you can always leave me a message or text my google voice number as well 805-664-1828 okay i guess we should get into the dark web stories oh i do not want to relive this <laughs> okay so let's get into this dark web shit <laughs> it's no secret that the dark web is creepy as fuck okay the things that someone can do there is messed up you can buy and watch things you wouldn't even imagine shit and doing this research for this episode alone I was disgusted by the things I found and I was only reading about the experiences of others so shit I, I came across someone uh sharing a on reddit that they found a site that that sells used tampons why why the fuck why <laughs> jeez that's what the why what would you need that for yeah, okay. And, ugh, ugh, ugh. I'm disgusting. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm assuming it's for a disgusting reason. So some sell human flesh products like wallets, belts, uh, food and shit like made out of people. Um, ugh, ugh, I'm just, I'm, I'm not even counting the red room and the things dealing with children that just, that horrified me, but I, I came across so many insane stories. I, 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 I can't, I can't even speak. Jesus. 
I couldn't, I just couldn't even imagine actually seeing these things that, that these people saw. You know, and by the way, uh, Red Rooms are like a site that you go to where you can actually witness a murder. That's, yeah. Now you spell, I think as you spell the word murder backwards and it's Red Rum. But it actually, I mean, it's Red Room, but it, yeah, it actually does spell Red Rum, like R-U-M. I get it. But change the pronunciation of the word like all the all the rappers do. Okay, the word rum, and then it now becomes room. I don't know. I'm just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a dark web kind of sure, and I've never been to a red room. So I guess that's one thing I can say about me. <laughs> I've never been to a red room. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and jump into the first story, shall we? This, this first one is just, uh, okay, I'll read it. Uh, oh, and trigger warning for this entire episode once again, okay? It's just trigger warning, everything. Okay, so it reads, In CompSci, and I'm assuming that's computer science, in CompSci, we often got bored and dicked around. One day, we ran into the deep web. Like, you just, we ran into the deep web. No, you downloaded Tor, and you <laughs> took to like 30 minutes to do, and okay, whatever. <laughs> we ran into the deep web. The most disturbing site that we found was a comprehensive guide for cooking women. We're not talking about a short joke here. This page had information on what body types to use for, for specific cuts, how to prepare these cuts, and how to cook the girl so she lives as long as possible. It horrifies me that people, that, that people way worse than the freaks on criminal minds exist. That's what he said. See, this is this is some sick shit. And also, why women? Look, I don't, uh, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just not into cannibalism. It's not my thing. It does, and I don't. And that's just a light dive into this episode. Y'all know, like when I do stories like the like you know episodes like this, it's, it's like really creepy and gross or scary or like horrifying or whatever. I try to like dip your toes in it to test the cooling you know is, the, is it too cold can we get in can we jump in i usually dip that was our toe dip i'm just getting started oh good god oh my goodness okay so this next one is creepy af and uh it really makes you second guess going onto the dark web like definitely i ooh. okay <laughs> here we go let's go ahead and read into this and it says here, so I use the deep web often, not anymore after this experience. However, I would go through the deep web, but not buy or do anything, only observe. You would see the usual drugs for sale, guns, explosive, red rooms, etc. I was kind of desensitized to it. I was always worried about finding things on the deep web, but now, since this experience, I will never go on the deep web again. I was on a community page and there was this list of links. It normally, it's normally where I start my deep web searches. However, I saw one link that was to a chat room. I used to go into a few chat rooms, so I didn't think much of it. I clicked the link and the chat room was called Bloom. The chat room loaded, but every minute it, it would flash blue. There was 15 people in the chat room all with basic names like Paul, Susan, etc. They are posting links and talking about their discoveries on the dark web. 
it was mostly child pornography and the chat was based around torturing them. I I wasn't shocked until a username, Lily Bloom, posted a link with no description. I was curious and she posted the link, then left the chat room. I clicked the link. Pause, guys. Okay. Buddy says that he, uh, they were talking about child pornography and torturing them. Why the fuck would you stay in the room and then click a link in it? No. Okay. No. The first thing he did wrong was go and go onto the dark web. The second thing he did wrong was stay in that, that weird ass chat room. Okay. Hey, unpause. (laughs) My laptop flashed black. Then it displayed a video of a room. It was dark and one light was trying to light up the room. It was dim and the only thing you could hear was a dripping noise. I went to leave the video because I thought it was a red room. I couldn't leave as a grunt came from the video. After a few seconds, a man wheeled a lady on what looked like a hospital bed into the frame. He looked at the camera and smiled. We have a visitor. That statement alone gave me chills. His devilish grin looked lifeless and just plain creepy. The lady on the bed didn't move and looked to be dead. The man walked closer to the camera and states, Wow, what beautiful eyes you have, just like my test subject. I tried to turn off my laptop. However, the man replied to my action. You can't leave, so just enjoy the show. I closed my laptop. However, the audio was still playing. He started to moan as my laptop was still shut. I tried to cover my laptop with a pillow. A chainsaw was heard in the audio. I quickly opened my laptop as the man was slicing the woman in half. I nearly puked. I tried to exit again, and it finally got rid of the live stream. I got rid of my laptop and got a new one and haven't been on the deep web since. I was going through my emails a few months after, and a random email was seen in my inbox. I opened the email, and it stated, What beautiful eyes you have just like my recent test subject. Attached was another lady cut in half and her heart ripped out. I reported it to the police, but I haven't heard anything since. (sighs) Honestly, oh my God. I I honestly feel like Crime Junkie said it best when they said full body chills. If you don't know what Crime Junkie is, it's this amazing true crime podcast. And there are many moments where you're just like, oh, uh, you know what I mean? I, can't, I just I cannot even imagine the fear that he must have felt seeing something like that, whether it's real or not, is chilling. I mean, there was no uh, there was not like a no one was harmed in the making of this video disclosure like that. That wasn't that didn't happen. It's the fucking dark web. So it's natural to assume that everything that you're seeing there is real. <laughs> Or, or, or it may not be, I don't know, but, but all it takes, I'm just like, like I've read that story like twice. This is the second time I read it and I hadn't read it since I found it to post it. And I've been researching for like a week on this. So I actually kind of forgot it, and uh, but I kind of relived it with you as I was reading it to you. 
Oh my, it, all it takes is clicking the wrong button and boom, anything on the dark web can happen. Anything. And oh, <laughs> I just realized I probably scared you. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't, I really didn't mean to, for my boom to come out like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you could take a breath. <sighs> sorry about that. Okay. So anyways, moving on, <laughs> as you can imagine, you know, getting that email after all of that, I mean, I, 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 he couldn't even turn off his laptop. His laptop was closed and he could still hear the chainsaw. Not to mention how the fuck did he know he was trying to turn it off? You know, you know what? He probably didn't have his webcam uh, covered. That's probably what it was. He probably didn't have his webcam covered. Now I'm told that if you're visiting the dark web, you should cover your cameras with something like tape or a bandaid or something like that. Cause people can hack your webcams and they can like even post that live footage of like from your phone or your tablet or your computer or laptop or whatever, whatever camera that that's on the device you're using, they can post that onto the dark websites and people will pay to watch unsuspecting people from their, their camera phones and shit. So yeah, cover your, cover your fucking cameras. <laughs> if you can, uh, well, I'm freaked out. <laughs> Hello, check out our podcast, Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Every episode we review a beard, talk about games we play, and recommend a podcast or something else. I'm Willie, I'm not your normal beer snob. I've been to more than 150 different breweries, but I always keep hams in the fridge. <laughs> I'm Ginger, and I am in the first Guinness World Record Book video game edition on the Tetris page. I'm Simon, and I can usually kick their butt in most video games. We drink while we record. <laughs> Fuck yes, we do. <laughs> find us wherever you find podcasts, and enjoy. Oh, man. So, this next one is... It's just horrible, and there's no other way to put it. So, trigger warning, it does involve the abuse of a child, but it doesn't go into specifics, and I won't either. So, this, this person shares his experience on the dark web, and he says, While I have not personally seen it, I've heard of Daisy's destruction, which seems to be the most we can know on this case. It is very disturbing for most people, so I will quickly sum it up. And if you would like to know more, I am sure there are places that can explain or describe the events in greater detail. The first thing to know is that the dark web is not a very nice place. And you probably won't find nice people there. The second thing to know is that you can do anything and have a very high chance of getting away with it. The third thing is the story is about pedophilia, rape, murder, and child pornography in real life. The beginning of this story was basically that someone had heard a rumor that there was a video of an adult man and woman physically and sexually abusing children under the age of consent and ultimately killing them. It was either from blood loss or decapitation. I think the highest was 14 years of age and the youngest was eight. Although this was just a rumor and there was no real evidence to back it up until eventually the FBI caught the person responsible. 
I think it was the FBI. And I was able to get a full story. There was a child pornography site that was somewhat unsuccessful, excuse me, that was somewhat successful and had a special VIP area for some producers. After some time, the person responsible had found their way into this restricted area. And while there, he or she posted a video titled Daisy's Destruction where a young girl was filmed being abused but not killed. And it, got, it garnered enough attention from the FBI to take notice and shut it down. During the arrest and search of his house, I believe they found Daisy alive and probably traumatized for the rest of her life, as well as some human bones underneath the house from unknown individuals, assumedly from his previous actors who had perished. Okay, guys, <clears throat> I have, when I was doing my research of this podcast episode, I came over many stories and many mentions of Daisy's destruction. So I, I Googled a little bit of what it was, but I didn't, after I read a few first lines of things, I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> but if you want to Google what Daisy's destruction is, go ahead. I really don't want to discuss that much further. But that video is real, and the man responsible for creating it, Peter Scully is his name. He was arrested and sentenced to life in prison in the Philippines. And guys, this was recent as fuck because he was apprehended in 2015. So it's like five years ago. And uh, if, oh, I'm just glad as fuck that they caught him and his ass will never get out to hurt another child. Fuck him and anyone like him. And I mean, there, there, there were other people who were buying this video. Like over, like, I think he got, like, he made over like $10,000 on this video, I think maybe more. And just, there's just so many others like him, you know, and it's, it's scary as hell. There are some real life criminal mind characters out there, except they are real. And that is fucking terrifying. And the dark web, it's their feeding grounds. Think about that. The next time you, you want to scroll through the dark web, you just, you might come across something you don't want to see. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, guys, we, we've reached our last story of this episode. And let me, this, this is some creepy shit. And I, <laughs> oh man, I, I, I'm going to have some nightmares, guys. This is some crazy ish, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into this last story. Um, here, I lost my, my place. Oh, here it is. All right, and it reads, let me start off by saying that th it is imperative that you stay off the, the dark, deep web. No matter what anyone tells you, no good can come from using it, and I'm about to tell you why. I was 15 at the time. I had come home from school on a Friday afternoon, ready to relax, kick back, and enjoy the short break. I, I had started using code about a year prior, nothing too fancy, just basic Python, Java, HTTPS, etc. Guys, I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> and let's go back to what he's saying. And was practicing it daily. Now, I had known about the dark web before this took place. I would sometimes buy weed off of it, but that was the extent of it. This particular day, however, I decided to venture further and really take a look at the dark web. 
I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with this iceberg diagram representing the internet's content. For those of you who don't know, the surface web contains about 10% of the internet's content while the deep and dark web take over 90%. And I was ready to see what it really held. Pause. Okay, this is already starting off on the wrong foot. Okay, but at least it seems like he kind of knows what he's doing. I mean, he's a coder, but he's still 15 <laughs> at the time that this happened, which to me, I, I don't know. Ugh. Isn't code, isn't being a coder the same as being a hacker? Because I don't, I don't know jack shit about none of that. He might as well be speaking like foreign language, honestly. He was talking about JavaScripts and Pythons. I thought a Python was a damn snake. I don't know what's going on. Anyway. <laughs> oh, and also, guys, that deep and dark web, um, uh, when he was talking about the iceberg diagram representing the internet content, internet's content, that will be on the uh, Instagram, the It's Pro Silly Instagram page. Unpause. I heard stories about what's going down on the deep web, murder, inhumane torture, CP, etc. What the fuck is CP? That's me speaking. I don't know what CP is. Let's get back to it. Sorry. <laughs> but I really didn't believe that we were all legit, that they were all legit. So I happened on tour, on tour, T-O-R, and began to see what I could dig up. Tor is a dark web web browser initially. I started off by going on the hidden wiki and browsing through various websites, most of which contained illegal things such as drugs, hackers, and hitmen for hire, and lots of CP. Okay, what the fuck is CP? I gotta look that up. I, let me see. CP. Cerebral palsy? No. Let me type in CP dark web. They'll probably. Oh. Oh, it stands for child pornography. Oh, God, I hate this so fucking much. Okay. Uh, he goes on to say, I clicked on a random forum link, which took about a minute to load. I wish I could remember the name of it. It was a forum where people would pick a topic they wanted to talk about, such as politics, dealing with mental health, etc. I noticed one of the topics was a pedo forum, and I don't want to even go into detail on what I saw there pause but he did he did enter the site though he he did go he he did click the button you know what i'm saying see a normal person would have just skipped that and then went straight for the drugs out of curiosity maybe maybe see what, if it's possible to really buy weapons and shit but I'm, I'm a little disturbed that he even went in there honestly like i don't care if he's 15 or not he knows what cp is apparently you know like ugh. For, and i'm sure for those of you uh, listening will probably agree Okay, if you're going to go to the dark web and you know they're talking about that kind of shit, don't click links. Like, what the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. That just kind of pissed me off. All right, he goes on to say, there was one, there was one particular one that caught my eye. The link was all in red while the rest were all black. It said, not for the weak, enter at your own risk. Curious as to what this was, I clicked the link and it brought me to a forum that had only one link on the whole page. I clicked the link and it brought me to a chat room. I realized that nobody was saying anything in it, only sending links. This set off alarm bells in my head because I had no idea of what was on these links. I wish I had listened to my gut feeling, which was telling me to close out while you still can. However, the ignorant, curious teen 
took over me and I started setting up some protection for myself using the code I had learned. I later realized this amateur coding I did would not protect me from those advanced people with malicious intent. I clicked on the random link and a page loaded surprisingly fast. It took me, it took about another minute to get into the chat room. I went to type in hello or something, but it wouldn't let me. I sighed and began moving my mouse to go to the previous page when a noise went off. I had received a chat. The message said, hello, new user. I see you have found my site. Would you like to continue? I tried to type again, but still couldn't. The next message sent chills down my back and my hands were shaking. Just recalling it, my hands are shaking now. It read, no son, not the keyboard. I tried turning off my computer, but of course nothing worked. And then another message popped up saying, I guess I'll take that as a no. The screen suddenly changed and the, vi and the video began playing. It was a black screen, but I, I could hear a deep male voice say, unfortunately for you, you don't have a choice. Holy shit, guys. <laughs> this dude. Okay, so he can see him because he called him son. So I'm, I'm assuming once again, we have somebody else who was too stupid to cover their webcam camera. That's what's going on. See, this is the shit I'm talking about. No, ma'am. No. <laughs> okay, get back to the story. <clears throat> Unfortunately for you, you don't have a choice. I grabbed my sticky note and I put it over the webcam and the voice on the screen said, ah, so we're playing games now, huh? The video then began. It changed. And I realized the man was taking his hand off of the camera. It was a short man, maybe 5'11", but that brought me no comfort. Wait, what the fuck? 5'11 is short? Since when the fuck is... I'm 5'7", so what the fuck does that make me... Why 5'11 is, is not short? That's a giant to me. Whatever, dude. Sorry. That just pissed me off. <laughs> he held up a knife and said, Name anybody part. I then, for the first time, noticed a cloth in the corner of the room covering something up, which I could only assume to be a body. I had had enough. I unplugged my computer and lay on the floor panting for hours until I could finally get up. Now I suffer from anxiety and won't touch computer unless I have to. Just be safe out there, guys. Holy shit! Oh, I forgot about that story. Oh, that's some scary ass shit. I can't even imagine. I, I would have I been paranoid as fuck. First off, okay, that computer is no longer usable. Throw that shit in the garbage. He needs to convince his parents to move out of state. They all need to change their names and get plastic surgery to alter their appearances. What the fuck? That is what needs to be done. <laughs> what the hell? What, oh, so I got a question for you guys, okay? For, for my listeners here. What would you guys have done? 
in any of these stories that, that we shared, that I shared with you guys today, you know, would you have called the police? Would you have told anyone? Would you have even gone on the dark web to begin with? Cause that's the choice I would have chosen. Let me know, you know, on the podcast, Twitter or IG page, they're both called it's pro silly. So check me out at it's pro silly, I T S P R O S I L L Y. Also, if you have any dark stories of your own, send them in to it's professionally silly at gmail.com. Everything's spelled correctly. And also the email and the, uh, Instagram stuff is down below in the show notes. We, <laughs> we may need to revisit this dark web topic in the future. I'm thinking, holy balls. Dumb and Busted has been called, quote, one of America's greatest treasures by three out of three hosts of the show. Dumb and Busted is a weekly true crime comedy podcast with stories of exceptionally smart and insanely dumb crimes. Comedian Hunter Donaldson has hailed it as the greatest thing to come out of Portland since comedian Hunter Donaldson, who is me, also hosts the show. Podcasters Allison Copeland and Hannah Ether praise Dumb and Busted as, quote, found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Just more rave reviews from two other people who host the show. Catch us every Thursday and follow us at Dumb and Busted on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Crime you later! If there's anything you can take from this podcast episode, it's keep yo ass off the dark web. Professionally silly life rules, y'all. Ain't nothing there that you need, just shit that you want. And like my mama says, okay, we are old enough for our wants not to hurt us. Okay, preach Mama Jones. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Woo, I'm gonna need to do some prayers after I finish recording this one. Now, I, I know the dark web isn't all bad, like I said before, and, and it can be used for whistleblowers and for countries who don't get a chance to do the things that we get to do online as Americans. Okay, we're very lucky to have uh, the internet that we can get advantage of, that we can see, you know. And YouTube alone has allowed us to see so many things that we never even dreamed of. Like, I legit found the channel the other day where this dude legit opens up old cans of food. Sometimes he'll try them, like he'll eat them, and sometimes he doesn't. There's another channel with this one guy. He literally just details super, 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 super dirty cars. I'm talking about like cars that just, ugh. <laughs> there's crime scene cleaning uh, channels. There's true crime channels, paranormal stuff, DIYs, food. There's all kinds of things. Travel channels, people eating bugs, people. There's just all kinds of things that YouTube has kind of invited us to see. You know, it's kind of interesting, you know. Now, there are places where YouTube is banned, you know, and hell, that orange bitch in the office is trying to get rid of TikTok as we speak. So, <laughs> you know, but I, but so I, I get I get those purposes for the dark web, but the the rest of those people out there, the real life monsters, they're using it to fulfill their darkest desires and and to share it with others who have the same those same dark ass thoughts plus just going on there you could end up inviting that shit into your home hackers finding out where you live and shit you just never know and that 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 is what's so goddamn scary it's not my thing no ma'am no how no thank you so this episode was creepy um (laughs) very creepy shout out to some of my fave sites for the creepy ass stories that we found cora.com reddit uh, and of course, thoughtcatalog.com. Thank you. 
And no, I didn't find any of my stories on YouTube. I actually read. So I deserve five stars for that alone. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Also, guys, please uh, share this podcast with your family and your friends. Help a sister get her podcast out to the masses. You know, if you're looking for, if you're looking to support a black creator, uh, you found one. I'm right here. <laughs> I want to go ahead and also I want to shout out uh, Deborah for her PayPal donation to the Professionally Silly channel, huh, channel, Professionally Silly Station here. You know, um, right now you may be listening to this on, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Podbeam or one of the others, but this is recorded on the Anchor app, on the Anchor app, Anchor FM, you know, so appreciate you. Anchor shout out. But Deborah, thank you so much for your PayPal donation uh, to this podcast and the Professionally Silly brand. Because uh, as many of you may know, or you probably don't know, but I also have a YouTube channel along with this podcast, and it's also called Professionally Silly, but the content is very different. I, um, I pay for everything that I need on my own uh, for my channel and for my podcast. So, you know, whenever my supporters want to chip in, it makes my fucking day. It really does because it, it can get expensive, you know, to create all this content that I'm not trying to be an ass, but that you guys are consuming for free. <laughs> so, you know, so shout out to you, Deborah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And for those of you who have not donated, I'm not trying to shame you. You don't have to donate. You don't got to give me money. All you have to do on my YouTube channel is click the thumbs up button and leave a comment. Maybe share, you know, maybe share a video or two, something like that. And for my uh, podcast, just go to Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star rating and a written review telling me what you like about the podcast. Or if you don't like it, that's fine. Tell me that too. But that, that's free. That's free. And that's what I need as well. So that'd be great if you guys can do that. Also, guys, don't forget if you have any stories that you want to share on the podcast, be sure to email them to email them to me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. Uh, it can be about literally whatever you want, you know, just email me. I want them. I cover a lot of topics on this podcast. So there's always room for your awesomeness. And if you want to be anonymous, just be sure to let me know in the email because I would love, love, love. I don't know why I just saying that. I would love to, <laughs> to have some listener episodes in the future. Follow this podcast on Instagram and Twitter at it's pro silly. If you enjoy this episode, like I said, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Yay! <laughs> or you can let me know how you feel about it on the It's Pro Silly Twitter account. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening and joining me every week. It means so much to me. You have no idea. So just make sure you guys check out the show notes from some bonus information like my social media stuff. It's all down there. I have a good time. You're going to love my TikTok. I already know that. So make sure you check that out. <laughs> Once again, I'm Amber Smiles Jones, your audible booth thing, and thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Feel free to call in about any episode of the Professionally Silly that you've heard through the Anchor app, or you can call slash text my Google Voice number for a chance to be featured on my podcast. 805-664-1828. Once again, 805-664-1828. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step. Now, there's pieces of shit everywhere. One of them is orange, wrinkled, and pissed. <laughs>